All right, the Avalanche get back in the win column in a fun, exciting, kind of nutty game between the Avalanche and the Devils. The Avs win this one 6-3. to three. A lot to talk about with this game, and we're going to do that right now on Locked on Avalanche. Your Locked on Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome aboard to the Locked On Avalanche podcast. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli. With me, as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. Thank you for tuning in, making it your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated. Make sure to follow us on our social media outlets, L-O-P-N underscore Avalanche on. We're going with X now. If, you can, if you're on YouTube you can see our our names have the X logo. They no longer have the Twitter logo. So I guess we have bye to bye Birdie. I guess <laughs> uh, Lockdown Avalanche on Instagram. Questions, comments, concerns, opinions. Lockdown Avalanche at gmail.com. and follow us over on YouTube. Hit subscribe. Get notified when a new show goes live. Make sure you subscribe to our subtext as well. Link to that is in the show notes below. When you do, you become one of our very special insiders. Chat with Kyle and I one on one and have your thoughts and predictions and all that fun stuff read like we will do a little bit later when uh, our subtext people chime in on this six to three win Kyle so let's start there abs they needed this one right like they, like you, you you had to kind of like calm the the fight put out some fires here um in avalanche land you had to score some goals you didn't want this to be a one nothing game or a two to one game uh you go out and score six uh, and it was a battle. You knew it would be, even without uh, Jack Hughes and Nico Hischer for the Devils. They're still a good team. Um, overall thoughts on the game. We'll start there. The Devils jumping out first. It automatically put everybody into the, oh boy, here we goes. And then right. for it to go, Miko Rantanen power play. That was a goal, a special mm-hmm. teams goal where the Avs really need to get in the trenches and win this game, that was, honestly, it felt like that was the tie turner. It felt like, I, I don't know, that first goal felt so good, especially after getting shut out 7 nothing against Vegas. Like, you're like, okay, this team has life. We can, we can go. And we'll get to that second period. But mm-hmm. how we were talking of individual efforts, you started to see that go away. In that second period, in the third period, started seeing some passing and uh, Miko really just swallowing that puck for that empty net goal, not taking that quick one and taking the two hundred foot one at the end. And and that was nothing but net. Yeah, I don't think that hit the ground. I think that from, uh, I mean, what maybe one hundred and ninety feet, all air. It it was it was gorgeous, and but the smiles all around. Right. And and um and also Kale McCarr taking up for Ross Colton in mm. the the minutes acquired when it, it was it was something you want to see when we were mm-hmm. talking about why is nobody taking up for Kale McCarr of all people jawing yeah. at both referees that's you you're seeing all these things pop up that just really revitalize like the faith and where this team's going and further bolsters your 
uh, your point about just rest, relax. This team's going to be all right. Yeah. Yeah. You're um, a genius, Chris. No, I'm not. Uh, it's not me. It's just I've watched this team for 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 a while, and it you just yeah you don't just lose sight of what they've done, and you know games like they had against Vegas. You're gonna have a couple more of those throughout this season, and that doesn't mean you just throw in the towel on them and just say like oh they they lost it. No, they they have too many good stars to to you know pack this thing in after ten games. It's just it was just kind of ridiculous, but. Um, I, I thought, you know, there's a couple interesting things. One was the first power play that they had. If you noticed, they, they, the first power play unit left the ice with about a minute and like 13 seconds left and then came back with like 25 or maybe 30 seconds left. So I'm want like you, you did that. And then on the power play goal. They got that uh, they had a little pass from behind the net from Miko to uh, Arturi Lekkinen, who was right in front of the net. It didn't go anywhere, but the puck kind of scooted back out and they just kind of cycled around and then Kale threw that pass shot to Miko, who chipped it in. That little pass to Arturi Lekkinen is all I am asking for because look what happened. Now, like teams, if you're if you're scouting the avalanche, which teams are going to be doing, they know they do the drop back pass, and then it's a basically a three man game on the power play between Miko, Makar, and McKinnon, and they just pass around from the three of them, and eventually one of them will take a shot from distance and hope that there's a rebound. And if you're the defense, don't let there be a rebound, and there's really nothing like, and they've been struggling. So Miko just threw that little touch pass to to Arturi Lekkinen and like I said it just gave the defense it put them in a a state of not like panic or what's going on but you put it into their head like okay like they might do that now just for a split second just for a split second and what happens five seconds later they score a goal you have to start giving you were one for 17 your last 17 on the power play you have to start. I, I I feel like the Avalanche are kind of just going through the motions on the power play of our talent will win out. I don't buy that at this level because the yeah. other team is in the NHL too. Yep. So throw some different looks. And if that's going to, if your go-to is going to be those three guys up top, then fine. If that's your number one play, fine. But to not throw anything else in the mix shows by one out of your last 17 and look what happens when you just give a little touch pass to Arturi Lekkinen right in the house and it was beautiful and it was noticeable too because to your point Chris of everybody knowing that's who you're going to you're going to be Mm -hmm. channeling the puck through there were a couple times I saw Nathan McKinnon and Miko Ranton and double teamed Mm. in that first period I was like are have the abs really this was while the abs were down one nothing I was like have the avalanche become that predictable that you know this is where the offense is going to be through? And this was on five on five. This was even strength. And I was just like, you don't see double team five on five, but they were trying to pull that a couple times on Nathan McKinnon and Miko Rantanen. So bringing Arturi Lekkinen on power play and just making them account for who is this guy? Why have we not, why are we not accounting for them? That little bit of hesitation opens up so many doors for other players yeah. to score. 
and you started to see them do some different things on other power plays like Nathan McKinnon, his normal house, his home is on the left-hand side. He was on the right-hand side a couple of times, kind of facilitating, and then just circling behind the net. They were doing different things. What was their, um, uh, I mean, and they were only one for five, yeah. but, but you saw them moving. Yeah. It wasn't stagnant. It wasn't just slow passes. Nobody really moving. They were making quick passes and there were one for five, and that you want to be a little bit better than that. If you can get maybe one more, that, that that's kind of where you want to be if you have five power plays. But at least it wasn't just your, your regular boring power play that we've seen. And they had to change something. When you're one for 17, you cannot keep doing the same thing. So I was happy with that. And you know what that shows? Like You could see many different looks and many different wrinkles that the Avalanche rolled out on the ice against the Devils. That this is the conversations that we have been having all through the week. This is something that Bednar and the team has have, and this reeks of this was worked on in practice. Oh, absolutely! Like yeah. this. That's, yeah. Oh, your butt. Problem yeah, solved. Go ahead. Thank you. Yeah, you could see that this was a point of emphasis in the game planning and refinement, and it goes to your point as well. Like you can't keep believing on this is what we're going to do, and it's going to work over time. No, they know something's not working, so they're going to get in there and refine it. And you saw them kind of work with that in practice, the 3D power play. It's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. Making you think and getting you out of your comfort zone. And this is, you could see the results. You could see how different this team looked. It gets a quality opponent in New Jersey. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I, I thought this was a, a fun entertainment. It was a lot of back and forth. Um, you know, you had one team getting up, another team coming back, tying the game, like, you had a lot of that, and a lot of that was because of this just crazy second period uh, that happened. So let us dive into that uh, right after we hear from eBay Motors and Passion Drive and Patience. It's what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. And eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, the Nathan McKinnon Trilogy, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you are burning rubber, not cash. And with all the parts you need, at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit is only available to U.S. customers. So uh, the first period comes and goes one to one. It was good, solid first period. I thought, uh, you know, both teams had good moments uh, for the Avalanche. You got that goal. And then the second, the goal that, you know, has been eluding you. And then the second period comes around and it kind of starts with a Miles Wood hit, legal hit. Um, and then there was right, right after, but it was, it was a legal hit, but it was, it was rough. Yeah. Um, and it's one of those hits where the opponent's not going to like it. And I can completely understand why the Devils would come over and kind of mix something up. I did not like, I think it was, uh, who hit, who hit what? Um, I had it down. I thought I had it written down here, but 
see. Who did Miles Wood who, hit? Who hit? No, no, no. Who hit oh. Miles Wood in the back? It was Hamilton. It was Dougie Hamilton. Yeah, Dougie. Yeah, it was Dougie. Who, who taking came up for Jordan uh, Siegenthaler. Which I understand if you're going to come over and, and stick up for him, but the way he did it was just, yeah, you know, dirty. Flat out dirty. Um, and they called him for a penalty. Fine. A few minutes later, uh, Ross Colton, who had a goal, um, he just takes out the other Hughes brother. <laughs> um, and yeah, he takes out Luke Hughes and then they're not going to like that either because that one looked that one looked a little bit harder than the Miles Wood one, which they actually call a penalty on Colton for that hit. Okay, okay, I can see that. And then, you know, the Devils are going to protect him. So what does Colton do? He's kind of, he, you know, I don't, it's tough. I don't know if he's trying to, he's, I think he's clearly trying to protect himself, but in doing so, he cross-checks, who was that? I can't remember Timo who Meyer. Oh, it was Meyer. You're right. He cross he cross checks Meyer right in the face, and that's just automatic. Like you're you're gone. Yeah. So he gets all of it. He gets the two, the five, the ten. He's done for the night. Um. Start with that, and then we'll get into the craziness that comes out of that. Because well, I, I I didn't I didn't like the the Hamilton hit on Wood just as much as I didn't like the Colton cross-checking Timo Meyer to the face. So where are we going with these two things? Well, that Miles Wood hit the first guy to take up for Miles was Ross Colton. He was the guy getting in there and getting scrappy. Right. Taking up after everybody was going after Miles because, I mean, Miles is a former devil. So they took it a little bit more personal than you would initially, like, on paper. Like, that's a that would be the equivalent of, like, Burkowski coming in and doing yeah. that exact same move. You're like, right. wow, that one really stings the fan base. Right. And then Ross Colton. I think if he didn't do that little explosive move with the elbow, just the kind mean, of... Oh, wait, what are you talking <clears throat> When Ross Colton went and did his hit... His hit, yeah. He kind of... There was a lot of... Shiver, yeah. Yeah, there was did. a lot of extra WWE-type selling on that move. And then to go... And continue. I after already tensions were high after the Miles Wood hit, and then continue that. Yeah, I get it. And I was hearing back and forth in the broadcast. Oh, that's a suspension. Mm. And then the voice of reason, Paul Biznasty, says, <laughs> "Wow, he's <laughs> he's like, no, know. that would not be a suspension. We're going to find out. I don't know. I don't think because honestly, nobody was hurt." Everybody kind of right. walked away. I don't think I, they he gets a suspe- suspension because they removed him from the game. Um, if he was allowed to continue to play, I think they revisit it and maybe yeah. suspend him for a game. But he missed a, he missed half a game, um, so I, I I don't I don't see it coming. Would be surprised if he gets an additional game. I would be. I think they'll maybe. Well, I don't. If, if you have a hearing, you're basically getting a suspension. Yeah. So maybe. Is there a fine here? I mean, there's a penalty on it, and you can get fined for you know specific penalties. Maybe that's coming, but I think because he got the match penalty, um, that's kind of equivalent to a suspension, even though it's not a full game. It is part of a game, and I think that that will satisfy Department of Player Safety, but you generally have no idea how they operate, so who knows where we're going with this. 
And I honestly, I cannot remember for the life of me a seven-minute power play. I cannot remember the last time I have seen a team carry a seven-minute power play. Yeah, so that's what happened. Um, and not only that, they they were on a a four was it or was it a four on three that they were on to to even start that, and they scored on that. So that two-minute penalty didn't automatically come down to five minutes because there was a penalty outside of that seven minutes that they scored on. Then that brings it down to the seven minutes. Then, then we start the seven minutes. Yeah. So um, it was pretty crazy that that. And then the the Devils scored twice, I believe, on that. The Avalanche got a shorthanded goal on that Yeah. from Miles Wood. So you had this just nutty seven, eight-minute period, uh, even maybe a little bit longer than that, if you want to back it up to the, the initial Miles Wood hit, where there's penalties all over the place, there's goals all over the place, and a lot of you know a lot of it, it is the only thing that's not questionable is the Ross Colton cross check to the face of Timo Meyer. Everything else you can kind of talk about, but I have to say, with all of that craziness going on, I thought the refs did a pretty good job keeping order. Yeah, I really do. It, it honestly, it had that feel like things are about to break loose, and I think. The referees coupled with, you mentioned everybody scoring in that little seven, eight minute span. Everyone that tallied a goal in that span were instigators and they were involved in those scrums. That was Timo Meyer, then Miles Wood with the shorty, and then Dougie Hamilton. So that's mm-hmm. that's everybody that was kind of getting roughed up. So everybody kind of felt like their stance was justified in that fight. And it kind of tapered off like going into that third, but that second period, it was some frustrations being let out from both squads. Oh, sure. But at the same time, it was, <clears throat> it was pretty entertaining. Oh, I loved back it. And forth. These are team. These teams are, are speed demon teams. That was, that was a fun game to watch. Uh, Peter Baugh just posted this <clears throat> and um, Jared Bednar talked about this, the, the whole um, Ross Colton thing. And I, he doesn't really seem too happy with it as far as like what the penalty he's, he got he said he's for checking hard. I saw it very similar to the wood hit, which we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. The guy is trying to wield the net. We're cutting him off. Uh, there's going to be contact. I think the difference was Hughes at the last second. He tries to turn out of it without the puck. So it didn't look good. He gave him two minutes. I'll give him that call after the fact. Honestly, I didn't even see that until I watched the replay, but Meyer turns back to go at Colton and he comes at him with a high stick. You've got to defend yourself, and your stick has got to come up unless you want to take one in the teeth. And that's what he does. It's a reaction play to me. I didn't think he deserved a five. I get that, but it goes back to that thing where you have to, you know, you always have to be in control of your stick. And I'm not saying Ross Colton intentionally tried to get Timo Meyer in the face, uh, but that's the end result. And if you're always supposed to be in charge of your stick, then that's the end result of it. Completely understand what Jared Bednar is saying there. Um, that's the only part that I don't don't agree with. It, even if you didn't mean to do it, it's like a tripping call. Even if you didn't mean to do it, still a penalty because it, it, the action occurred. And I agree that that hit on Luke was 50-50. And you can argue yeah. it all day long. But when it comes, like, I'm not going to agree with Bednar. I get it. You're, you're telling the company line on that. But, I mean, after that hit, Already being 50-50, I think you lose good faith going into that Timo Meyer hit. And then if you're going right after that hit, 
into Timo Meyer and then possibly blood. It could have been even more. Could have been nine minute if there was blood. Mm-hmm. Like Jeez. it. Imagine that. Yeah, just let him walk. Just yeah. Just let it let it go. I'm sure there's a lot of Avalanche fans who don't think the the hit on on Hughes was a penalty. And I think that's that, that really can go back and forth. Uh, like yeah. you know, it, it it is a hard play. Hughes does pull up. He does pull up, but you know, are you going to fault Ross Colton for finishing a check? No, you're not going to do that either. So it's just one of those tough plays. Um, but you know, all of the aftermath, I think the refs had to do what they had to do. Um, overall though. So, you know, just finishing up the game going into the third, I think a lot of people were expecting more of that. I wasn't, I think teams usually settle down and say like, that's not how we want to play hockey. So let's get back to playing. You know, we're both fast teams. We both can score. Let's get back to that. And you saw that. And there was some really good action, really yep. good action, really good back and forth. And then what do you get? You get a uh, Ryan Johansson goal on a really bad pass by <laughs> whoever it was on on uh, the Devils. Kind of just there you go. The, the blind pass for Vegas worked like a charm for them. The blind pass for the Devils turns into an avalanche goal. So maybe yep. the tides are turning. And then a little bit after that, you have the uh, Nathan McKinnon, who's just, you knew he would be flying. He yep. was everywhere. Um, Miko Ranton with a nice pass to him. And uh, Nate gets a nice backhand goal under the pads. Um, and then and then the, the empty netter from Miko. So just a fun, entertaining, exciting game. You had everything. You had goals. You had some scrums. You had some hits. You had an ejection. What else could you want? This was this, and 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 the good guys got the win. So everything else, this was all fun. This was a good one. Shorthanded goals. Shorthanded goals. Power play goals. It's. I mean, this was that second period was perfect. And going into that locker room, Bednar, I know he was preaching, guys. You've got this. You frustrated the team. Mm-hmm. Stick to your business. And Lindy Ruff is saying, hey. We're not losing any more Hughes brothers. <laughs> Clean it up. We can't yeah. be any more injured than we are right now. Um, you had, I mean, I thought the the second line was fantastic. Mm. Um, Val Nachuskin followed up probably his worst game with the Avalanche with, I'm not going to say his best game, but an excellent game. He had one assist on the day, but he was forechecking like a madman. That's his and, forte. And yeah, he... He did, yeah. There was a number of crossbars hit and posts hit. Uh, but I he really turned it around. I was really yeah. happy with how Nichuskin played. Yeah, that whole that that second line. And you you had Lekkinen on the second line, but you had a lot of movement because of the Colton uh match penalty. So you had a lot of movement going around. You had Druen starting on the top line, and he ended up with eleven minutes. In gameplay, I don't know. I don't man. So let's. I don't think he touched the ice in the third. He did. He did. He was out there, but it was. I mean, I don't fault you for not seeing him. Yeah, because it was not a lot. No. Uh, so we have some more to talk about with that. We got a sound check to get to, and our subtext people as well. So we will do that next. Right now, we are going to hear from FanDuel, the best sports book in America. You can score early this NFL season with FanDuel because right now, 
New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That is $150 if your team wins. Who do the Avalanche have next up, Kyle? Seattle. You putting that five bucks on the abs for this one? And I'm putting it on Nachushkin too. Oh, okay. He's you're... building Seattle revenge. Okay. I like where you're going with that. All right, do it. Uh, and so if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, so much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off this NFL season, which is well underway. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. Uh, to get to some stats quickly, you had Ryan Johansson with the goal, Nchuskin with an assist, Colton with his one goal, Logan O'Connor with an assist, uh, Miles Wood, goal and assist. He was a plus three. He only played... 11 minutes and 49 seconds. Can that be right? They started cutting off that Man. fourth line. And yeah, there was some weird shifts going on deep in that game. That's what that's. I mean, but he was noticeable. He was Very. everywhere. Um, Nathan McKinnon, goal and an assist. Arturi Lekkinen, as well as he played, did not still show up on the stat sheet. Nothing for him. Um, Miko Rantanen, two goals and an assist, so a three-point night for him and a plus three. The only defender with points was Kale McCarr, and he had three assists and was a plus four. So was Devon Taves, no points, but a plus four. Um, yeah, what more can you say about him? So, yeah, and just quick notes uh, Kale McCarr started off rough and did really, really good. He had some bad turnovers in the first. Cleaned yeah. it up. Kale looked great. Ryan Johansson, Nathan McKinnon, both sitting at five goals on the season. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> McCarr did have some rough moments early on, but you know, those, 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 those guys turn it around. You know what I mean? Guys like him can say like, okay, like that was just a bad shift. Let's get over that. Jonathan Druin is not doing that. No. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to do here, Kyle, because I, I, I don't, what do you do? It's, what do you do with it? Like, to, to, to be, I un, I get Jared Bednar's, it's like the psychology of it all. You, you sit him, but you you come out and you say, oh, it's not on you. It's just I want to get guy more guys like some time. And then when you do bring him back, you put him on the top line. Um, and he found his way mid-game down to the fourth line. And if Ross Colton didn't get eliminated from the game, Drewen probably wouldn't have been out there at all. Yeah. And that's the only reason why he was out there, I feel. Because you're already down a guy. You can't be down two guys. Uh, you can't be down a healthy guy if one guy's already out of the game. I don't know what's what's going on. Like, he, he, like, you hear the term, like, battling the puck. That's what he's doing. Like, every pass he receives, it's just an adventure. Yep. And, and uh, he just seems so uncomfortable and so out of sorts. Yeah, I'm I'm done with the whole. But he's there for Nathan McKinnon. No, he's not. He might be holding Nathan McKinnon back. To be honest with you, <laughs> and you know what? It's what are we paying him? Seven hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. Yeah, it's not big. The money. I mean, we could put him on waivers today, and it's not. I'm not going to lose a bit of sleep. Like the experiment, the experiment is not paying off. Like we could. We were talking about call ups yesterday. 
I'm pretty sure, like, Pavel looked good. Mm-hmm. He surprised me. He looked good out there in Sazny's number. Okay. But yeah, nothing crazy. But I mean, you have more upside there. Like the Drew in, it, it's not wowed me yet. And he's had every opportunity to do so. Like everybody else has to work their way up, and he continually gets slotted right up there with Nathan McKinnon because they're buddies from Halifax. But what's the point? Well, I hope it's more than that. I hope I hope he's you know it's trying to get the best out of him. You know, to and I think you're always going to have that connection to Nathan McKinnon. So people are always going to think that. But, I mean, he's got a point on the season, and it was the first game of the season. So, I, you know, I, you know, I've, I've said over the past couple episodes how, as a team, like, I'm not concerned about this team, and you just got to get them out there. They just got to get, you know, just go through the motions and just, you know, game play game after game after game, and, and everything will iron itself out. And I don't want to like take that away from Jonathan Drouin either. So it's like, you know, yeah, we're still early in the season, but what you're seeing from him is not what you doesn't give you. Uh, you don't have those moments. You, I'm not yeah. saying you should be mid season form right now because we're not in the mid season. But if you had some moments throughout some games for your, for, through the first 11 games where you're like, that's what we want to see more consistently I would be sitting here saying like he'll get there eventually because you've seen glimpses of it. You've seen glimpses of nothing, yeah, with Drewen. So that that's where it's really concerning. I don't know what they do here. I, I think I think they keep riding him, and and keep giving him chances. Um, but you know, I don't know for how much longer they hold that. If they keep winning, then they keep trying it. Um, was, yep, we'll see. I was just about to say, every time the Avalanche win, it just hurts the fact that of realistically dealing with Drew N. Because when you lose, you have to look at what makes this team better. It's not Drew N right now, mm-hmm. and especially not on the top line. But if you win, it's enough to carry you over to the next game. Will he right. do something against Seattle? We'll find out. But if it's another loss, this is one of those where you have to make the decision, do you make my team better or do I have a better option in a call-up and mm-hmm. Tatar and Lekkanen moving up. There's so many more options. What are you giving me? One point is not enough. Um, no, it's not. You mentioned Tatar. Tatar, seven minutes of ice time. So it's like these guys are already in the doghouse right now. Yep. So, um, all right, let's let's get on over to subtext. We got some people over there. Um, James said, "Looking good from our players all around." Like I said earlier, the Colton play was something I would have rather not seen. Uh, the backhander goal from McKinnon was a beautiful play from all involved. The question on my mind for Colton is fine or suspension? Fine, yes. Maximum one day. Yeah, I don't. I, I, a fine I could see coming. I would be surprised if, if there is a suspension. Like I said, especially because... They they gave him the ten minute. Depends on how Luke Hughes wakes up tomorrow. Uh I mean he came back. I don't know if they're gonna take that into account. So um I don't know. And and Devin said, What a fight of a game. Yeah, man. It was it was just as that was that was like a mid season form game, um, just back and forth and and entertainment. Entertainment best game of the year so far. I think so. I think so, definitely. Um, all right, let's get to our, our sound check for uh, tonight. So, uh, if you're new, this is our uh, Lockdown Avalanche sound check. Kyle and I pick one song 
that we feel best summarizes the action and these songs go on a playlist over on Spotify. So just search LOA Soundcheck. This is volume number three. I should put this in the show notes too. I don't know why I don't. I'll, I'll start doing that. Yeah. Why not? All right. So I'll throw that in there too. Um, all right. What do you got for this one, sir? I mean, this one, it, it, it works on so many levels. I yeah. won sixth place in a Guitar Hero tournament hey. for this song. Oh. Iron Maiden, Number of the Beast, 666. We got six <laughs> goals, baby. Contrary to nothing on the scoreboard, Right, the Number of the Beast would be the devil. We took care of the devil. Perfect. That matches up perfectly. That's there's I like what you did there. Goes there. I like <laughs> no. what you did there. And it's, I mean, it's one of those you can look back on and immediately know it's the devil's game. And this is going to be a game we're looking back on a couple times throughout the season when it comes to grit. This is, we talked about individual efforts. This was the first team win the Avalanche have had all year. The Avalanche rallied together after that second period. I think that's a really good turning point for this team. So mm-hmm. I went with that the number of the beast because we had their number good last night i love it i love it uh for me i kind of i kind of honed in on that that second period um and i guess you could say like uh, the course of the whole game but specifically that second period was just nuts um so that's why i went with uh a band a band that i very much enjoy called mute math um and the name of the song is chaos it's exactly what it just seemed like. It was just yeah. chaos. Um, and Mute Math, if do yourself a favor and and look up their, I mean, their their studio albums are great. Uh, where they excel is live mm. because they're one of those bands that like jump around, like they play each other's instruments and things yeah. like that. They just don't hone in on like one instrument. The drummer, his, who's you know, his main instrument is a drummer, like he's everywhere. He does this thing where he he picks up his bass drum gives it to the audience and they're holding it up and he stands on the bass drum while he's like playing like other like that's he's nuts he's nuts he's awesome awesome. it's so good and that just like kind of symbolized this game everybody was everywhere you were getting into scrums you had some big time hits you had goals like you said earlier we had power play goals we had shorthanded goals we had a seven minute penalty chaos chaos so that, that sums it up for me all-time hockey, baby. Can't beat it. All right. Fire in the comments section. Um, just feels good to, to get a win and score goals. So um, it would have felt good just to score goals. But you get that win, get those two points, and that's exactly what you want. Number so, one in the central. That's right. All right. That's going to wrap it up for today, everybody. Thank you for tuning in making this your first listen of the day. That is always appreciated. We will be back tomorrow. We'll have some uh, some morning leftovers and how we feel about this thing tomorrow so uh that's gonna wrap it up thanks everyone for tuning in making it your first listen and we will see everybody tomorrow go abs go
Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.